For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's happening, Rebel family? Hope you're doing well today. Hope you're surviving the lockdown all right. Got a good program for you today. Melissa Tempus is on with Royal Family Kids. Royal Family Kids is an amazing organization that takes kids in foster care and brings them to camp, and you are going to love this. Super uplifting. I hope you'll get involved. Let's dive into it. Here's Melissa Tempest with Royal Family Kids on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. What's happening, Rebels? Hi, everybody. So good to see you. Yeah, we look over here, even though the screen is over here, the camera is there. Okay. This well, is the Melissa. Here. Or you can yes. look anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you can look camera. at us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're so excited for today's show, you guys. So I hope um, you Get seated, get ready to listen, or mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, just be ready. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's a great. We've got Melissa Tempest here, and she is with Royal Family Kids. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to let you describe what, what Royal is. Family Kids is. Before we hack it. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. Though I am curious to know what your thoughts are previously, but I'll mm -hmm. explain it. Mm -hmm. So Royal Family Kids is a program that is global, and we reach foster children. Yeah. So we reach them through different programs. And two of the programs that we have are camp and mentoring clubs. So mm. we get to take children to five days of camp, overnight camp. These are six to 12-year-olds. And then wow. kids from camp can be part of our mentoring club program. Okay. So once a week, adults that serve at camp as volunteers mm -hmm. are paired one-to-one -one with kids from camp. Okay. So they're their mentor. So throughout well, I the thought it was one to two kids. So yeah, that's great. So yeah. at camp here in Colorado Springs, we call them big campers. Mm. A lot of camps, <laughs> yeah. a lot of the kids have counselors. Yeah. So we're trying to separate that out and not make it. Oh, you're going to counseling, right? So a lot of the kids. Oh, and I bet for a kid in foster care, that would be a big deal. Like, yeah. oh, great. Right. But we right. grew up with counselors, meaning just those are the people that Camp. chaperoned you at camp right, right. I never exactly. thought of it as going to counseling and they weren't yes. counseling me right they were just the the pseudo adult or the one that was I look back now they were like so young so young <laughs> they're like 18 no <laughs> idea what they were doing but you've got actual adults that are there with kids right. over the five-day period overnight camp six to twelve yeah exactly mm -hmm. so we had one volunteer come in applied to be part of camp and he thought he was leaving to be paired with eight children or 10 kids, like yeah. a normal camp. Right, right. So at Royal Family Kids, we have one adult that we call a big camper here, or some people call them guides or whatever, different, yeah. different titles. Different and so they only have two kids. Mm. So Laura, if you came to serve with us, yes. you would just be assigned to two little girls. Mm. So those are your two little campers throughout oh. the week. And then they're in cabins with other people, but we have a really low ratio of adult to children. So by the time we have all of our volunteers there, it's basically one-to-one. -one. So the kids are known. They are seen. They are, you know, we anticipate their arrival. And yeah. we're so excited. So when kids come off the bus, so we treat everybody royally. That's one of our mottos is treat people royally. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So... We bring them up in charter buses. They come on the bus. Yeah. We show them a movie. They have, you know, it's a really cool experience. And they get for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom's group, I'm just thinking a couple years ago, we made 
bags and prayed for each bag of that was going on the charter bus Aww, with thank the kids. You. Thank you. I didn't and know that. And we all donated stuff from, we all went to Costco and got like, right. you know, we had the healthy snacks, the <laughs> bad snacks. And right. you know, Linda Benson was involved in that. Uh, yeah. And it was right. awesome. And we, the kids got involved too. So mm-hmm. we brought our kids to yeah. that mom's group. It was yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally remember that. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah it's so anyway, awesome. No, no, that, thinking, I love oh that. Gosh, so that's, just that's part of it, right? So we have the kids come. They, we know a lot about them. So mm-hmm. we'll get their applications in. Foster families will fill it out. Adoptive families, whomever is sending the children. And the first year, we read all of their bios thinking, there is no way. There's no way we're going to be able to take these kids. Because you read, you know, do they start fires? Do they wet their bed? Do they have anchor issues? You know, all, all these things, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. describing what's happening at home. And we were terrified thinking, these kids all need two adults with them. <laughs> There's yeah, no way. Right. Yeah. We're a volunteer organization. So yes. 100% volunteer run, 100% volunteer led. Yeah. Wow. And so when we're trying to take kids that, you know, the Department of Human Services or Social Services, Child Protective Services, whatever you call it in your area, they were kind of scared too, thinking we're entrusting these kids to, to these you guys, volunteers. to these volunteers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And wow. so we took them to camp. We really saw none of that stuff. And we Hmm. only saw positive, great things. So we started adding questions in. What is your child good at? What do they Mm. love? What are some things that make them feel loved? What are the things that, you know, they really thrive at? What are things you want us to encourage them to try at camp? Mm. And so really bringing out those positive things in the kids. Yeah. And the parents are amazed (laughs) that we can bring the kids there and they thrive. Mm -hmm. Now, here in Colorado Springs, the great thing is that DHS sends staff people to camp with us just to do incident reports at camp yes. to be extra support staff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great but idea. But the cool thing is that they get to go back to DHS and say, hey, I saw so-and-so thrive at camp yes. under, you know, rules, under, you know, stability, oh, under... Yeah. Consistency, structure. stability, yeah. structure, exactly. yes. and attention. And attention. And yeah. therefore, we recommend maybe they're pulled out of a group home or maybe they're pulled out or put in this certain foster home that we see that with yeah. these elements, they can really thrive. I was going to ask, so what's your relationship with DHS been like now? Like in the beginning, it's yeah. like, oh, we don't know what we want. You know, <laughs> like it's a right. little scary. They're it like, is. we have these kids and if something bad happens, we're going to get the heat for it. Yes. Exactly. How do they feel about you guys now after all these years? Oh, it, it's been 30 years now. Right. Yeah. So so Royal Family started 30 years ago in Southern California. And it was really... Yeah. In yeah. Santa Ana. In Santa right? Ana. Right exactly. Costa Mesa, Woo! Santa Ana. So there was a pastor, Wayne Tesh, and his wife, Diane, who... Oh. They're just incredible, incredible people. Yeah. How are you going to serve you know, vulnerable children in your area, mm-hmm. right? You should take them to camp. Well, how do we do that? <laughs> And who's going to give us permission to take to do that. foster children? You know, Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, a lot of foster families say, I need to get permission from a bio family to get the child's haircut. Or I need to have certain people in my home that can babysit, do respite. You can't yeah. just go out of state. So the fact that we as a royal family get to take... Okay, so last year, 2019, in the United States... Over 240 Royal Family Kids chapters took close to 10,000 foster children to camp or mentoring clubs. So somehow involved. So any given day, there's close to 450,000 foster children in the system Mm -hmm. in the U.S. 450,000. 
It's almost half a million kids in foster care. Correct. And the numbers are increasing all the time. Yeah. So, you know, really, ideally, we'd like to, you know, last year it hit me. We take 72 kids here and we're a pretty big chapter. Sure. So, and I'll get back to your question. So I'll talk about DHS, but getting to take those kids to camp and having that impact and then seeing them year after year is a big deal for those kids personally, for the families and for the Department of Human Services. So 30 years ago, royal family had no idea what they're doing sure really it was just let's love on these kids right they need love (laughs) how can we help how can we give them fun so wayne would call it the cathedral of the outdoors which i just find so beautiful you know a lot of us can really feel closer to the lord Mm -hmm. being outside but you know what it's like to be at a retreat to go camping to just be somewhere well think about how many of these kids are ever going to get to go to camp exactly it's not a regular occurrence in the foster system of not just going to camp where you've got one counselor for eight to 15 kids right yeah but you've got one guide one big camper per two kids that's going to pay a ton of attention to you yeah you know you're kind of a systemized kid after a certain certain point and that's a great thing to bring up so i think seeing these kids thriving and i have some great stories too so i'll bring in stories as we go along but some of these kids have been so systemized or so institutionalized Mm. It's really uncomfortable, really awkward for them to feel so much love and attention. Oh, yeah. Super uncomfortable. Super awkward. I don't trust you. I don't trust that this is actually love or love. Yep. That I've seen. Doesn't is, make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So and and it, Right, exactly. So these kids have been abused sexually. They've been abused physically. They've been neglected. They've been starved. We you know we hear of kids who've been burned with cigarette butts, yep. who've been beaten. I mean, these are stories that would make most people weep, sure. right? And so Royal Family, over 30 years has gone to the Department of Human Services and we have such an incredible relationship with them now that they say we cannot wait to send our kids with you. Oh, that's awesome. So here in Colorado Springs, the first For those listening, you can find out more at Mm rfk.org. Those watching see it on the screen, but I was just thinking, there's some people that are listening in their car like, hey, how do I get involved? rfk.org. Royalfamilykids.org. rfk.org. rfk.org, exactly. So DHS will recommend that kids come to camp with us. So the first year, so we've been going into our ninth season. Or They're this probably is telling our families about <clears throat> Royal Family Kids, like, hey, you may not know about this, yes. but your kids can go to camp this summer, mm-hmm. right? Yes, exactly. So the great thing is that for us, again, this is, I'm speaking as the local Royal Family sure. chapter director. Mm-hmm. So for us, camp costs about $500 per person. Now, the only cost that we pass on to foster children or foster families is $25 per kid. So we found that if there's no payment, of course, right? There's yeah, not, right? They have to. They have to. We've never had any free events where nobody shows up, and you're like, <laughs> exactly. <"Wait>, what? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. You know, we want some skin in the game, and the twenty five bucks is twenty five bucks. Super easy to yeah. come by, yeah. and you know, a lot of camps around the country, other camps, summer camps, will cost upwards of seven fifty to nine hundred dollars oh, or yeah. more. Right. Yeah. I speak at a camp all summer long. It's about a thousand bucks. Right. So. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, that's, that's cost prohibitive for the families. Totally. And we want to be able to have that time with the kids. Now, the campground where we go has actually been extremely inspired by a royal family. We take over the whole campground and we transform it into this really kind of magical land. <laughs> yeah. Magical utopia for the kids where they get to go horseback riding. They go zip lining, rock climbing, swimming, kayaking, canoeing. 
hiking. But every Tuesday, we have a tea party for the girls. So we've had incredible people, again, our donors, we call them agents of hope, right? Yeah. They're, they're able to serve hope to yeah, these children. We yeah. get to be there with them. So they have donated dresses, prom dresses, wedding dresses, whatever. And so the girls will spend all Monday, well, a lot of Monday, <laughs> yeah. choosing their dresses, choosing their costume jewelry, their clothing, and they get to be just celebrated and yeah. poured into their femininity. Mm -hmm. We have at camp, at Royal Family, we have camp grandpas and grandmas. A lot of camps have aunts and uncles. And so we're really trying to show them adults can be safe. They can be trusted. Yeah. And when we tell you we're doing these things at this time, we're going to do it. When we tell you you'll have three meals today that are more food than you'd ever need, mm. we're going to provide that for you. Yeah. A lot keeping of these. your promises. Exactly. Keeping our promises. Mm. I'm going to be careful here because I'm not going to rip on foster families, but some of these kids are in foster homes that are not safe or healthy for them. Yeah. And they may be even locked out of cupboards or refrigerators, like literally a lock on there. Mm -hmm. So these kids come with a lot of food issues. Okay. Some of them are mm -hmm. gorge themselves on food, just not having any idea or trusting there's going to be food. Tomorrow. You're going to have it later today. We're going to have it later again, today. Again, later tonight. Exactly. It's going to be healthy food. Yeah. So really speaking into them with healthy choices. There are choices. some great foster families out oh, there. Oh, there's For incredible. And like all systems... There's some not so great foster families out there as well right, that are exactly. doing it for a check and are burnt out and tired and acting highly inappropriately right. and they're still in the system. Exactly. Well, from I was talking with Kristen, our producer earlier, and possibly the state being desperate. Like, hi, we need help, people. Like, right. we have so many kids now, mm -hmm. we don't know what to do with them. So mm -hmm. the state gets desperate and chooses any family to foster i'm not saying they do that no i, I, I understand state, but right. the other aspect of mm -hmm. looking at it from a broader picture yeah right yeah because there's you know that we have incredible we've seen incredible foster families a lot of them are in it to really say hey no matter what mm. i'm sticking with you yeah, yeah. we're here yeah. for you yeah. you can push us away you can run you can scream mm. you can kick you can bite whatever we are loving you through this Mm -hmm. We're holding mm -hmm. on to the junk that you're bringing and we're going to help you get rid of that junk, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So Royal Family Kids is part of the healing for these kids. Yeah. So sure. it's not just learning how to hopefully understand that adults can be trustworthy and loving or what actual love is. Right. Let's put that yeah. out there first. Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing, too, is you're giving kids an ideal. Yes. Like you might go back and not have an ideal where you live. You right. might have a great family where you live mm. and you know there is good out there. There are yep. trustworthy people out there. It's mm -hmm. not the entire world is down on you. That's that situation where, oh, I've seen, you know, when we deal with divorce, oftentimes, mm -hmm. like if we called every couple we coach that gets divorced a right. loss, we would just be devastated. Right. But when you have one spouse that goes, you know what, I'm going to clean up my act. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to be really mature. Exactly. Kids grow up going, I know the right way and the wrong way. Exactly. Now they can choose whatever they want, mm -hmm. but at least they see one parent going, nope, I'm going to be consistent. I'm right. going to be there for you. I'm going to make a sacrifice. I'm going to do the right thing. And these kids, when they come to Royal Family, are looking around at not just their guide or big camper, right. but all of them and all the staff going, oh, it's not just one person. There are people out there that do care. There are trustworthy people. Exactly. There are godly people. There is an ideal. I can strive to be that later in life. Exactly. Exactly. And they get to see, wow, you know, Grandpa Larry is kind to Grandma Susie. Mm. Or they can have a disagreement and he's not going to hit her. 
He's Oof. not going to yell at her. He's not going to swear. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm getting chills right now just mm-hmm. thinking about that because it's... Uh, the <laughs> you kid- almost want to stage a fight between <laughs> someone there so they, they actually right. see someone get into a fight and go, oh. Right. Oh, that's how that's, that's handled. How you know, Not that you would do that. No, no, no. But, but I mean, it's an interesting yeah. modeling, right? right? Because that's for the kids to have only seen devastation, brokenness, yeah. Yeah. loss. Yeah. I mean, really disturbing evil in their homes of origin, right? So we talk about their family of origin and there's so much brokenness and trauma from that and the separation of that and not knowing who they're going to be with. Some kids Mm -hmm. come home from five days at camp and they come into impatient, rude welcoming. (laughs) It's, you know, we had one foster mom. Again, this is not a general overall statement for foster families, but you know, we said, well, we're so thankful we got to have so-and-so, right, at Royal Family this week. We loved spending time with her. Well, I'm sorry. Clearly, you're getting paid to say that. And right with this girl standing there. Oh, yeah. And her joy on her face, just her whole face and her whole demeanor fell. And we thought, okay, gosh, we just spent five days just pouring in. And it's not just pouring in just random adults. These are people that love Jesus. And not only do they love Jesus, we get to sing songs about the Lord. Mm. We have songs. We have time we call either breakfast club or brunch club. The kids are learning all these songs. We have skits that are all about, you know, redemption, love. I mean, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. This year we're actually doing one on Louis Zamperini. Oh, so yeah. the Olympian. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So I got to write that drama <laughs> for Royal Family. So trying to figure out how do we not make it traumatic for the children. Sure get the story across in truth, but partnering also with the Zamperini Family Foundation to bring his story to life and say, hey, he had a lot of trauma and brokenness and he had an intact family, but just different issues from his childhood. And then talk about the brokenness being in fear and devastation and anger, but him finally coming to the Lord and just all of that melting off from him. And then we have Bible stories. So we're really trying to come and, and say, here's your hope. Now we're not proselytizing the children. We're not saying, Hey, come to an altar call or anything, but we're saying we know how to love you through this guy named Jesus. And therefore this is who we are. And for the kids, you know, a lot of the kids will, will get to the point where they say, are you telling me that every kid here is in foster care? Oh, Yeah, they are. What? I mean, it's just, they usually have to hide who they are. They're ashamed. You know, you have, do your family tree <laughs> sure, at school. Yeah. Oh, um, right. Tell us about That's your funny. mom. That's interesting because <laughs> I'm adopted and mm. I had tons of that growing up. Like we just went to the eye doctor and it was like, what's your family history and da, 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 da. Right. And I just write adopted, not available. Right. And then it's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Right. You know, and I grew up in the time of ultrasounds weren't what they are today. Mm, and right. so I can remember being asked in school, well, if you were going to be a girl, what were your parents going to name you? And I was like, but I was never going to be a girl. And they were like, well, your parents couldn't have known that. Like, that's just not something that you know. And I go, no, my parents prayed for a blonde hair, blue eyed baby boy. And that's Aww. what they got. <laughs> and my teacher was like in class was like, Ryan, that's not how it works. And I'm like, it did for me. And so she right. called home. My mom, when she came to pick me up yeah. for carpool, the teacher called her and I was like, yeah, Ryan was really argumentative in class today. And he was saying all these things. And my mom goes, he's adopted. We chose him. Yeah. He was never going to be a girl. <laughs> right. And then it was this dawning like, oh, yeah. right. Oh, you knew what you were talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew what I was talking about. It's, right. But those but, differences, you know, trying to hide who you are and that you're exactly. in foster care and then being amongst uh, every kid 
understands wow. and relates in a certain way to you. Right. Mm. Yeah. We had one little girl. So we'll always say, you know, what did you love about camp or what do you love about Royal family? I love being here because every kid knows what it's like to lose their parents. Yes. Oh. Every kid. This is from an 11 year old. And, you know, we'll just get these stories and they feel like they can open up. Yeah, yeah. And so we always tell people when we're training our volunteers, prepare for the worst, expect the best. Sure. Right. Because we want people to have the reality of why are these kids different? Yep. Mm-hmm. But why are these kids still children? Mm-hmm. Right. And so mm-hmm. there's kind of that juxtaposition of you were reading these bios, we're preparing you. These things might show up on Thursday of camp. It's the last full day of camp. A lot of the well, I shouldn't say a lot. There's usually one or two kids that will just run. They start pushing away yeah. to the people that are connected to them, to their big campers, to support stuff. They push away. Some of them will run. Well, they're 6 to 12. Yeah. They don't know how to put words to their feelings. Sure. It's overwhelming to them. We don't know the situation they're going back into. Yeah. Some of them are going back to a new home. They may have new foster parents the day they get back from camp. Some of them, by the time they're nine or 10, have been in 10 to 15 to 20 foster homes. Yes. So we had one little boy. He was eight years old, seven or eight. And he just had the attention span of, I don't even know, Mm. two seconds. Okay. So his big camper was pretty frazzled by the end of day one. Just, I don't know what to do because he had another little camper. Sure. So you don't want to... You know, trying to help the kids get along, but also if this kid's always off, how do you handle that, right? Right, right. And so by day two, the end of day two, we called his foster family and said, you know, how can we help him thrive? What are some recommendations you have? Because we would like to keep him here at camp. And they said, if he cannot stay at camp, we are sending him somewhere else. We're getting rid of him. And we thought, oh my goodness. Okay, so this is, we have DHS calling the family. You know, so we have people who know them. And we thought, okay, we've, we've got to triple our efforts because we're not sending this kid home. Yeah. Like we are not yeah. sending this kid home. Yeah. We're committed. We're committed. Mm-hmm. And so Thursday night of camp, we have a talent show. So the kids can the, <laughs> burp the alphabet. They can show us how yeah. to fish, sing a song, yeah. do a dance. One kid actually did a math problem. <laughs> this is talent. It was adorable. I'm like, okay. Wow. I mean, so we want to just, and everyone stands up, everyone cheers. Like we're hoarse by the end yeah. of the night yeah. because yeah. it's just, you are being celebrated. Right. And... So this girl, these two girls sang the song Lost Boy. So I don't know. It's Ruth B. I think sang it. And it's really kind of about Peter Pan, but it's bigger than that. So he, again, his attention span is about two seconds. He sang, he like leaned into the song singing along with these girls. And he said, oh, do you know the, do you know the words to this song, buddy? And he's like, I mean, he was just so into it. I felt like it was his life mantra because it says, I soared about above the town that never loved me. Mm And because he was a lost boy, Peter Pan, I finally had a family with the lost boys. It was just powerful. But Mm. for this kid, he was, you know, seven or eight. He'd already been in eight or nine foster homes by that point. So I don't know what happened to him after that was his only year at at camp with us. But how many kids repeat? How many kids come back? You know, we have probably 40% of the kids that come back. So here in Colorado Springs, we always say once a royal family kids camper, always a royal family kids camper. Now the kids age out. 12 sure. is the last. So yeah. okay. so they graduate at 12, which is a hard day. <laughs> it yeah. is a hard day. So the last two years, we had kids that had been there every year with us. Mm-hmm. So they can be up to seven years, right, if they start okay. at six. Sure. So even if they go back to bio families, even if they're adopted, 
we will still bring them with us. So there, we awesome. want that yeah, longevity sure. relationship. Yeah. For sure. So our main priority, though, for the new campers, and I know this is hard for a lot of families, we want the new campers to be currently in foster care. Because we're trying to say yeah. we only have limited space. Totally. We only have so much. And so that's therefore, what it's for. It, that's what it's yeah, for. Of course. And we love, I mean, it's really cool. The kids getting off the bus. There's an awesome video we have. Someone wrote, I said, just hop on the bus as the kids are coming up. And all of our staff is out there with signs that have the kids' yeah. names on it. There's cheering, there's music. And we announce every kid, welcome, Maya, back to camp. She runs and leaps in her big camper's arms. Or mm. some of the kids come off the bus going, Am I actually going to camp or what is this camp thing? Right, I don't know anything right, about right, it. Right, yeah. right, right. And I've been lied to way <laughs> too many times. Right? Are you it right? might be a little overwhelming. <laughs> it's too. Very, like, well, I it's would be overwhelmed. Yeah. I'd be overwhelmed. Big. And we kind of got that from a young life model where oh, yeah. you yeah. just, you know, see everyone is anticipating your arrival and it's just full on fun from there. For sure. But lots of really sweet, cool moments. So Tuesday, while the girls have this tea party, we have a boys party. Yeah. Last year we did a knighting ceremony and oh, the boys did yeah. some kind of Highland Games challenge. Yeah. And they were so serious during the knighting ceremony, kneeling down. And one of the, <laughs> <laughs> our woodworker, Mike, is Scottish descent originally. And so he had a kilt and he had the full, he was doing the sword, you yeah. know, yeah. knighting them, and but speaking masculinity into them, right? right? right. You are not a pariah. You're not yeah. a poison because you're yeah. a boy. Yeah. And Wednesday, everyone's birthday. Everyone's birthday. So from the time they wake up, we're saying, happy birthday, Ryan. Happy birthday, Laura. I can't, you know, the six-year-olds are very confused. Am I seven today? Right. <laughs> oh, honey, no, you're not. You're not yeah. seven today. Yeah. But for a lot of these kids, they're it's a very, celebrated. they're not never getting birthdays. celebrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for some of them, they just shut down because they say, why did my mom never give me a birthday card? Yeah. Why didn't my yeah. dad remember my birthday? So we give them this really cool carnival birthday and then epic water fight, 6,000 water balloons. <laughs> It's crazy. And every kid, we have, again, our generous, you know, donors. Everyone, every kid gets a really cool birthday box with tons of stuff. Wow. One little girl, about nine years old, said, look, she held up these socks. Look, these socks are brand new. She'd never gotten brand new socks before. Yeah. Something as simple as socks. never wanted to learn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then every kid, we have an incredible, incredible woman on our team named Aubrey, she bakes an individual cake for every kid, mm. every kid, and then they get their name on it. So, happy birthday, she Laura. She bakes 72 cakes just for the springs? Well, she bakes about 80 cakes, and then we'll give them to the people that yeah. are preparing the food for us at camp, the camp facility, camp direct. Oh like, goodness. again, this is about treating everyone royally. So, yes. okay, arts and crafts team, happy birthday, arts and yeah. crafts team, happy yeah. birthday, him ever. And so, really, it's just a beautiful, beautiful week because I feel like it's literally an opening of heaven shining down on yeah. on that week yeah. and our volunteers are so moved i mean there's there's weeping because people yeah, in these sure. five days have fallen in love with these kids yeah. now the incredible byproduct yeah. of royal family is for a lot of families to go on or a lot of individuals go to foster and adopt Mm-hmm. children after sure. so yeah i bet i don't have the specific numbers okay. i think it's about 170 but in 2019 there were about 170 kids that were either fostered or adopted because of royal family volunteers okay. wow that's awesome wow, that's so that's amazing system. right mm-hmm. yeah so and these are a lot of people that may have been you know dragged into royal family by their by spouse a or yeah. by a friend yeah. or their church yeah. <laughs> right the start of the yeah. church or just feeling like well i know these boys need an example of you know an adult yeah. male and yeah. so maybe i'll be part of it we had so one, how can yeah. families get involved? Yeah. yeah. We don't have a ton of time left, yeah. but yeah. 
the people listening are like, hey, I want to find Rough Family and Meyer. So right. one, they can go to rfk.org. Exactly. Yep. And then at rfk.org, are there ways to volunteer or get involved or make bags for the incoming kids yeah what do you hope that our listeners can do from this program yeah i hope that people understand that there's ways to be involved with orphans in your city yeah Mm. in your county so we're in 43 states right now in nine countries because i think a lot of people feel like we're called to serve the widows and orphans in their distress yeah right right. and yet how do i do that because i I don't feel ready to be a foster family it's just not appropriate for their family structure at this point whatever yeah so looking to, like you said, go find, follow up the camp directors, royal family chapter directors, mentoring clubs, find out, hey, how do I apply? Because at this point, most people are doing, taking applications and doing interviews for mm-hmm. volunteers. Yeah. So this is the prime time to get involved. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. saying, I want to send a kid to camp. I want to send a kid to mentoring club. Oh, sure. Right. So they yeah. can do that. So kind of scholarship a child to go to camp. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They can say, you know what? I can't make it up for the full week, but I want to be a birthday party volunteer. I want to be a tea party volunteer. I want to be a boys party volunteer. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I can help with registration. Yeah. You know, so and then we have come up with a lot of great options for people to maybe they can help decorate the cakes yeah. that Aubrey okay. makes. Mm-hmm. We put together an Amazon wish list every year. Here's all of the birthday items. Oh. Every single thing on our birthday list. <laughs> Here's the truth. <laughs> Anybody can do that. Yeah. Anybody can do that. Anybody right? can get on the Amazon wish. You're making it super easy super for people to get easy. involved. To oh, it's out. so do do? easy. Hit the Amazon wish list and just start. <laughs> right. co- it's not like you've right. never done that before four <laughs> times yesterday. Seriously. Do you know what I'm saying? Seriously. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. What a clever, fantastic way to get involved. Well, there's, there's like, yeah, there's there's no barrier to helping, right? Because not that our, I didn't yes. add five things on my Amazon wish list <laughs> yesterday. Like, right? That's so I know awesome. you're like, let's see, I need this and this and this. Oh, and buy a birthday party birthday yes. gift for royal family yes kids so you know there's a lot of other things like we might you know our cabins you know they're out in the mountains so yeah maybe we need rope lighting to go to our porta potties or yeah. whatever like simple things like that that you can tangibly sure. be involved yeah. right you can be part of you can be prayer teams yeah, most of these be, kids don't have sleeping bags right. and like all this right yeah you're having to get yeah. all that kind of stuff well and there's some camps and royal family chapters that they have uh, volunteers make quilts for every kid wow that's incredible right that is awesome so you know if people have a talent they have some gift that they feel like Mm -hmm. just reach out to your local royal family and say is this something that you guys could benefit from and you can find one in your area at rfk.org exactly awesome that's great Oh, Melissa, I wish Woo. we had another hour to talk to you. I think so I'm going so to camp. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. How Are you kidding? The whole time we've been sitting here, I'm like, oh, guess who's going to camp? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. And thank you. Of oh, course. Yeah, of course, thank of course, you. of course. RFK.org is the website. Royal Family Kids. Definitely, definitely get involved in any way that you can possibly get involved. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for Melissa for coming to the studio today. We appreciate it. We miss people coming to the studio with a lockdown, but it was a great program. Hope you'll get involved with Royal Family Kids. Thanks for listening, Rebels. Thanks for sharing this with your friends and family. Tomorrow, we've got a great program with Dave and Ann Wilson talking about marriage during the lockdown. God bless. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House and... When you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444999. 
That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting.